Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, A Lyrical Journey. I am your host, Hattie B, and on my show, we talk about my journey into the music world as a songwriter and everything in between, as I am a writer. And you can follow me on all social media platforms at Hattie B underscore writing. That's H-A-T-T-I-E-B underscore W-R-I-T-I-N. Okay. While this show or this podcast is about my lyrical journey as far as songwriting is concerned, as a writer, there is always something going on as a writer because I typically write every day. Um, Even if it's not a massive project or something like that, I always get a couple of sentences in. So today, I'm thinking about execution and having an idea and then executing on it. In 2020, um, I decided that I was going to take on writing as a profession after so many years of writing and a lot of people that thought that I should share it publicly, Um, and I shouldn't say a lot, a few, because a lot of people don't even know that I write, right? (laughs) But my mom, my sisters, um, and some really close friends said that I should definitely, you know, put it out to the public, and I was always hesitant, well, resistant to the idea, because If you have been listening, then you know that writing is my place of freedom where I can be the most free without worrying about whatever anyone else has going on, how it's going to make anyone else feel. And I don't want to, I didn't want to be put into a box where I had to now start thinking about all those things and how my words might affect someone else. Because for me, writing was a way to get things out of my mind. Um, for me to express myself, for me to clarify how I feel or what's going on or what I see in the world. So it's always a combination of things. And, you know, some things might not even pertain to my life or, you know, directly and, and things of that nature. So, you know, pulling the truth, pulling what I'm just thinking, pulling from the imagination and all those things. So In 2020, when I decided to take on writing as a profession, I kind of let everything else fall waistline, even though I have other things going on. You know, I own a company called Inspired Creations, which is a romance planning company where I'm a romance planner and I do romantic room transformations and um, sweetheart weddings. I also have a group on Facebook called Multi-Million Dollar Mamas where it's, um, you know, it's all about the mindset and it's all about helping mompreneurs get to where they're going and, you know, empowering and supporting and being supportive because sometimes it's definitely a struggle finding that support system and it can be a struggle and you feel alone when you're trying to raise your children and grow your business you might not have as much help as you'd like. So I started that group. And just because I knew a bunch of dope moms that, you know, 
they always got their cape on. So I wanted to start that group so we could all link up, have, you know, conversations around topics that pertain to not just business, but self-care. Because as a mompreneur, oftentimes you forget about yourself. You forget that you need a break and that it's okay to need a break or you need a massage or, you know, certain things of that nature. And just making sure that we're taking care of ourselves because just like they tell you on the planes, please put the oxygen mask on yourself first before assisting others. And as a mompreneur, not enough of us do that. Not enough of us make sure that we're okay mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally before we just go out and try to tackle the world, you know, so, or take on the world, I should say. And that's the reason why I created the Multi-Million Dollar Mamas Group, even though a lot of things about the group is about to change, which I'm very excited by. But I say all that to say that, yes, there were other things going on, and and making the decision to pursue writing came at a cost of kind of not going full speed with everything else that I already had going on. So I've definitely experienced a lot of failure in life and a lot of feeling like I'm not where I want to be as far as success is concerned, but understanding that it's not a race even though you'll hear a lot of analogies about it being a race. It's not a race. Um, Patience is a virtue. (laughs) It doesn't feel like it at times. And also um, having a plan and executing on it doesn't mean that it is going to have the type of success that you want. And that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today was executing on your plan. So for me... The plan was to start a business, doing something that I love, and watching it grow. That was the plan. The plan was to have success in event planning as a romance planner because breaking into the wedding world was extremely difficult. Um, they want you to have experience, but, you know, again, it's just like the, you know, the corporate world where they want you to have experience, but how can you get experience if you don't give me the job? You know, blah, 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 stuff like that. So I decided that. I am not going to stress myself or, you know, worry myself with trying to break into it. I'm going to start my own lane. I'm going to move in my own way because I love the idea of love. I love the idea of romance. I love the idea of a grand gesture. And I think that while a grand gesture doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, the love is going to last forever or it doesn't take away from the daily things that people do to show their love. I do think that is necessary every once in a while because even though, you know, you might be married and assume that the other person loves you, right? Not to say that they don't because obviously you're married, but to say that sometimes you just don't feel the appreciation. Sometimes saying it isn't enough. And I know that maybe that shouldn't be the way, but it's okay to want to feel appreciated. It's one thing to be told something. It's another thing to be shown something. So that's how and why I got into romance planning because I wanted to help with that in relationships and make sure that the person that you're with or the person that you're professing your love to, that they feel like they're appreciated and loved and wanted. And every once in a while, having that 
awe moment, that wow moment, that sweep you off your feet moment helps. And then the little things that you do throughout the day, you know, to reinforce that moment is what really matters. So I'm very much, you know, into the details of things and, you know, love languages and all that. So I did start that. And with that came its own struggles and its own things like any other business and getting out there and branding yourself and getting that understanding and finding your tribe and your client base and, you know, all the business things of that. And I noticed that for me, when it comes to execution and having an idea, I move rather quickly, you know, so quickly, in fact, that it doesn't give people enough time to, you know, see if it's something that they're interested in or um, is what I've, you know, seen. And like my timing is always just a little off. Like when I wanted to have my sweetheart weddings and I had this huge idea to have all these weddings. My goal was to have married 36 people in one day. That was my goal. I saw it in my mind. It was so clear how I can do it. It was clear how I would have the um, wedding ceremonies and then transition to the receptions and everything like that. I mean, down to the T on what I wanted to do, how it was going to happen, how I was going to save all these couples money, how, um, they would still have their own ceremonies that wasn't like one big mass ceremony and everybody saying I do. No, they were more like, um, you know, Vegas weddings, if you would. So I was so excited and I'm like, people are going to love this, you know, and I reach out to the people that I'm closest to as far as, especially with business. And I always run my ideas by them. So I, you know, I hit everybody up and I'm just like, listen, I got this idea. And my mom always tells me, stop telling people your ideas. You don't just tell people, you get them the, the blueprint of how to do it. And I'm like, if they steal it, mom, they steal it. Like the, there's nothing that hasn't been done. Right. That's what they say. So whatever they feel like they have to do, if that's what they have to do, hey get it how you get it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just, it's just something I couldn't worry myself with because I am a very, um, enthusiastic person. I am a very optimistic person. So I'm excited when I get a new idea, I need to tell someone I'm like mad excited about it. And obviously I tell the people that I trust, you know, so if it gets stolen, like, <laughs> but at the same time, I guess she's right because I also tell it to people that spark up a conversation with me and we're on a roll and I'll just, you know, start talking about it because I'm just that excited. But nonetheless, um, did that and had this like just huge idea and I was so excited and I'm like, I'm going to do this and, and I moved and I, I got all this stuff printed and then opened my eyes and realized Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> Just like even now, when I record these podcasts, I think that I'm able to have these kind of conversations because there's not anyone in front of me and I don't know who's really listening to them, you know, or if anyone's listening to them. And I, I think that no one's listening to them because who even knows me? Who knows, you know, anything that I have going on or 
you know, I don't really have a following. There are not millions of people that follow me. There are not even hundreds of people that follow me. So I'm able to kind of have these conversations. But anywho, back to what I was saying about execution. I realized that that I was moving, you know, so fast without anybody knowing me. So on the market side of things, I was getting nowhere. It was great to have these ideas. Some, you know, one person might show interest, two people might show interest. But for what I was trying to do, I just didn't have um, the people. I, I wasn't in touch or in tuned with the people. I didn't. I suck at marketing and this is true. So no matter how talented I may be or how many creative ideas that I may have or how efficient I execute on the idea, it doesn't matter if I can't reach the people. And so in my fail box, that is one of the things that I look at and I try to make sure that I notice that lesson and that I try to you know, learn from it and utilize the tools that I have available to me, which is kind of how I found Gary Vee, actually. Gary Vaynerchuk, who is an influencer and an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, and um, great guy. Never met him, but I, from what I see, he's a great guy. Call him my online mentor all the time. <laughs> uh, whenever I need to to uh, check myself, I'm like, what would Gary Vee say if he saw this, this, this? He chew me out. That's what he do. He tell me I'm not, you know, whatever the case may be. So as far as execution, I found that I'm good at having an idea executed. Hence the game that I created called Oh That's Nasty But Is It, which is a guessing glue. Oh, <laughs> which is a guessing game where you give suggestive clues to get to lead to an item or thing in which the other players must guess what that thing is you're giving a clue about. So that's what the game is. And um, and no, I don't get to edit that out. I just record and post. So that was my word fumble of the day. <laughs> but even with that game, when I initially started writing those miniature, you know, thoughts or poems or whatever you want to call them, because for me, you know, I was writing in kind of like a smaller poem format, and that's how I did it because that's how I already write. So I just took what I already do, just brought it down, 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 down to make the clues readable in a short amount of time for players. And I always thought about the end user and how they're going to read it and and the ways in which they would read it. And I tried not to put too much of me into it as far as like, when I read the clues, I'm going to read them a certain way, you know, because you want to make the game fun. And I'm also, I also love those kind of games. So I definitely thought that it would be so cool if I had my own version of those kind of games, you know, and I'm like, can I do this? Of course I can. <laughs> you know, and it was right before my birthday and anything, I told myself anything that I thought of, I was doing. Boom, blank, period. I was going to do it. I said, if I think about it, it's getting done. And that's pretty much what happened. And every day when I was done with work or I took a break, I was writing, building up the clues, building up the words, getting as many words as possible and writing about them. If I came across a word and I'm like, Ugh, you know, I would just skip and just keep going. And that's what I did. And 
<clears throat> so the whole part about executing, it was like no hesitation. No hesitation on the execution at all. Came out, did the card game. At first it was just on regular uh, card stock because for my birthday I wanted to showcase the game to a very small group of people. And they loved it. It was fun. Had a great time. So I got great feedback. Then I knew the color scheme that I wanted, you know, because my business, Inspired Creations, is the logo and everything red, black, and white, everything romance, you know, got the got the rose petals. Anyway, so I knew I wanted it to be red, white, and black. Um, and once I was actually finished with the design of the game and I had everything, typed everything myself, came up with all the clues myself, the name of the game, everything... Like, once I saw what my business mentor and partner, I call her my partner because anything I do, I'm calling her like, hey, can we do this? <laughs> can we do this? So she can put her fire on it like she always does. And when I tell you, didn't have to make not a nan revision. When I saw it, I was so happy, so happy. Shouts out to Lemons Made. Thank you. A dis if you're looking for a graphic design agency that comes through every time, does not disappoint, knows how to listen and really bring your vision to life, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, hey, I'm praising it. Lemons Made. That's who, you, that's, who you need to, that's who you need to get in contact with. And if you want to find them, lemonsmade.com. That's how you can find them. Uh get get all your graphic needs done and met for anything business clothes shirts um business cards websites especially websites let me just tell you right now and logos every logo of mine is done by lemons made and the logo for any business that i've helped um with branding or getting off of the ground or whatever or just help them as an idea strategist which is another title that I have um she and that team have done all of the stuff for them as far as the logos and stuff are concerned so if you love the logo for Inspire Creations if you've seen around on my Instagram or on Inspire Creations page or you follow me on Facebook or any of those places and then you've seen the logo for oh that's nasty but is it all lemons made so yes i am giving all the praise the claps and the accolades to lemons made because they on point every time <laughs> so definitely had to put that out there and i was gonna say that i was sorry for just you know this little promo right here but it's just a fact it's the truth so you got to give credit where credit is due i have no problems at all talking about lemons made anytime anywhere to say how great they are because they're just that great but uh back to the story of execution so we were able to execute on that and once we brought our you know talents together everything oh so great i was so happy and um so still moving fast but as far as the execution is concerned and worrying about the rest as things kind of fall in and I don't, I wouldn't say that that's maybe the best way, but I do hear a lot of people talk about, you know, once you have an idea, go, go, go. And 
I'm telling y'all, I need a, I need a whole team to move on all the ideas that I have. But I've been seeing, and my friend keeps pointing out, like, it don't matter. We, we be killing when we have an idea in the execution. I'm just trying to get to the people next, you know, and get it out. So I definitely created something that I'm very proud of, and I'm very happy to say that that I that I've done this. I'm very happy to put it under my belt, and it hasn't come without its own hiccups and everything like that. Again, with that timing, you know, election year, a lot of people are in print, so there's a lot of orders on the tables, and then there's, you know, the pandemic, so the planes and such, and, you know, there's a few of those going out and about, so that's making this whole process with the card game just a little... um, more tedious than I initially thought it was going to be as far as just getting that part going. Um, But the reason that I wanted to talk about execution was because it is one of the things that I know that I'm good at, that if I have an idea, I'm going. Period. I'm going. If I have an idea... I'm going to go on that idea. The only thing that has held me back from not implementing on an idea or not trying to execute the idea is when the idea is so big and requires so much capital that I just don't have available to me at the time. So if I have an idea and I haven't done it yet, I can guarantee you that that's the reason. Or I don't have access to the resources that I need to make the idea happen because for a lot of things like as far as um, any of my books or things of that nature that need illustrations I don't draw so (laughs) finding somebody that is ready willing and dedicated to getting a project done has been a struggle but um, I do have an illustrator right now and Uh, She's been working on the project for me, so I'm happy to see and can't wait to see what she comes up with and what she does. But I want to say, if you have an idea and you're afraid to execute, don't be. Or do it anyway. That's the real thing. Do it anyway. Don't sit, don't hold, don't wait. If you have an idea... Execute on the idea because all the other things you can build up later. You can build up that following. You can do all that. And what I'm learning is that even though you have an idea and you want that success, patience is necessary. I'm going to say that again. Patience is necessary. Because just because you act and execute, which are one of the most important things to do when you have an idea is to execute on the idea, write it out, plan it out, do whatever, or let less, <laughs> less talking, as they say, and get it done. But uh, the patience is necessary because it may be a while before it actually takes off or you reach the people that you're trying to reach or the tribe that you're trying to reach. And right now, that's the struggle that I live in is always you know the latter trying to get it to the people and the right words to say to get it to the people or the right things to do because I'm a very much behind the camera kind of person I cannot stand being in front of a camera it's just not my thing at all um and yes Gary V 
yes, it comes down with being uncomfortable with certain features or whatever, or just feeling like I come off a certain way. So yes, I know, you know, who cares, whatever. <laughs> I care. That's who cares. Me, Gary, I care. Um, but, you know, certain things, I'll pick myself apart if I stay in a mirror, which isn't healthy. Sorry, people. That was a little bit too much, maybe. But anyhow, execute, 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 execute on your ideas. You are going to love yourself for it later. You're going to appreciate yourself, appreciate yourself for it later. Trust me, trust me, trust me when I tell you, you'll have the that good old feeling that runs through your heart and just makes you smile because you completed something that you wanted to do as a creative that is very important to have things out in the world or things at your fingertips that you created that you're happy with. So the whole point of all the things that I've spilled out over these last 20 odd minutes is that when you have an idea, execute on your idea, get your idea out and keep it moving. Have patience if you're looking for a success or you're looking for some kind of uh, reward have patience with yourself and the process. Catch that? With yourself and the process. A lot of creatives beat themselves up about what they're creating and how they're creating it and how long it's taken to create it. But trust me, I hear these words that I'm saying and I too need to apply these things to myself and I work on doing that yesterday definitely had to you know get that shock value in me and I was very quickly reminded I need to have patience and that there are other things going on in life that you're very happy and grateful that those things are okay so again I wish you all the best and I pray and hope that whenever you have an idea, something that you're passionate about, something that you want to do, something that's been running in your mind, you can't get it out, you wake up because you want to do it, and you are creating something, you're thinking about something, you have a plan for something to execute, and you believe that it is going to touch people in a positive way, um, you're not bringing danger to you or anyone else, then I say go. Press go on yourself. Go. Execute on your plan. Go. It's 2020. Who cares? Go. Problems already happening. Don't matter. Go. You're scared. Go. You're worried. Go. You're stressed. Go. You have doubts. You have fears. Go. Still execute on the plan. Because you'll never know what you don't know until you have done what you thought you couldn't do and that's it stay blessed and have a beautiful day follow me on all social media platforms at hat tb underscore writing that's h-a-t-t-i-e-b underscore w-r-i-t-i-n